Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And the other thing for me on it is now I had something that was really good that came off of app dating, whereas before I was very turned off from the apps. Mm -hmm. And so that was something that after the breakup, I was like immediately back on them, Mm -hmm. which before I wouldn't have done. Last March, so basically as everything was just starting, Tinder had the highest number of swipes ever in one day, which was three billion. So I think that was like, damn. We were all just like, fuck. And like everyone was just swiping. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I'm your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Molly DeMillier. And we are going to be talking about COVID dating. Yeah, man. Because this is our happy one year <laughs> of COVID dating that we thought was going to be three months. You know what it actually is, too, that I uh, I just realized right now? Not many people know this, but we were, I was lucky enough to get vaccinated because of some shots that are going to be thrown away. So actually, the day I get my second shot is my COVID anniversary, which well, is like okay. so fairy tale esque. And <laughs> I have a lot of plans to drink uh, afterwards and just celebrate. But this recording right now is our last one in this apartment. Oh my God, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's our last story. Oh, Jim. Yeah. Oh, man. Looking around at all the boxes. So, yeah. Just, it is Honestly, a it's mess a fucking mess. Here. I'm so excited to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where the show was born, like in I this know. room. A story of Queens. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's going to be goodbye forever because we never know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's but true. <laughs> for gonna, now. Yeah. <laughs> we might we might take a hard turn and be back above the Mexican restaurant in Queens. And you know what? That would be fine. I think they'd be did. happy to have us. Yeah. I you mean, know? let's not go lie. We wouldn't come to this apartment. We would <laughs> We would at least go to a different place in Astoria. But I am bummed. I, lo- I do love the neighborhood. I do too. So, mm-hmm. and it was very good to us in COVID times. Yeah. Grocery stores were always filled. Mm-hmm. We had friends nearby. That's how we got toilet paper when everything was run out. Uh-huh. Was our deli? They yeah. had it. <laughs> deli, our deli is clutch. Yeah. R.I.P. Steinway Deli. Yep. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm like bummed but very excited. It's 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 interesting. It's so bittersweet. It's. I uh, haven't moved in five years. I haven't moved in three, which is crazy because I kind of went on in my like early to mid twenties this stint of. I don't know what I'm doing in my life. I don't know where I want to be. And I was between New York City and Vermont, like (laughs) every two years, it felt like. And when I was moving down here, I remember I was so excited. You know, I I had this like new big job. It was going to be really exciting. I was moving in with you, obviously. And I told my dad, I was like, I think this is like my place. I think, you know, things are going to be good. And he goes, yeah, talk to me in two years. (laughs) (laughs) Was it after he saw it? No, he hadn't yet. Just what? he was like, yeah, your track record. No. <laughs> I was like, wow, man, you saw the place and you were like, no, it's not going to last you. No. Oh, damn. no, no. It was it was before. I was like, they loved it. They did. They, they yeah. moved you in. And then I mean, we got your dad out of here because he was in the way. And then, <laughs> you know, as dads are. Yeah. And 
<laughs> that he just was like across the street of the pub. I remember being like, there's a pub, Mr. DeMillier. Just go there. And and then we walk there after for some food and a drink. And everyone's like, hello. How come we haven't met you yet to me? They're like, you live here? Where do you live? And I'm like, I'm not telling all these strangers where I live. My dad made best friends with all the locals. And I think was at the bar of like, yeah, they live right there. Yeah, He's like that's the, the two place. young girls. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, all these guys are going to look out for you girls. Yeah. So. Now I'm not worried. I'm like, good. Tell the strangers. Yeah. Tell all the strangers that know all the cops in the neighborhood where we live. Good. Yeah. That's good. That's, That's great. Welcome to New York. Yeah, welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, that's very. Yeah, man. I've been I've been through a lot in my little room. Yeah, same. Got herpes in that room. It's <laughs> <laughs> the scene of the crime. It's too. Crap. <laughs> Had a lot of disclosures in that room that did not go well. Ready for a new apartment energy. Yeah. <laughs> Just all the shots I took in that room that were rejected. <laughs> Which you don't think that. You think a room is a sacred place. You think we get to the room. We're good. It's safe. Yeah. Not always that's good. The end zone. <laughs> no. It is the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> Different kind. Different kind of end yeah. zone. Not the good kind. <laughs> no celebration dances there. <laughs> yeah. Relationship end zone. <laughs> Oh, man. Been through a lot. Been through a lot in this little place. <laughs> yeah, it's time to get a new lease. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, to get a lease. Let's say yeah, that. Let's say that. True. Let's yeah. say to get a lease and not gamble with a Greek guy every month. I'm just like, do we still live here? Is the rent still <laughs> the same? We haven't had this conversation in four years, Bill. But thank you. <laughs> just. So, anyway, back to our episode. <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot. I was thinking about it. it. I was like, damn. I remember one day, actually, I was sad. Not recently with the move. But, like, one day I was thinking about, like, man, you know, you're going to leave this room sometime. Yeah. And I actually did start to cry because I kind of was like, man, I've been through a lot in this room. Yeah. A lot has happened in five years. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe it's been three years that I've been here. Mm -hmm. And we became friends. I know. Closer friends. Started a bond. Yeah. (laughs) As roommates do. Anyway. So, uh... Yeah, I guess uh only things we gotta plug is if you haven't left us a review, please do so. We got some new ones coming in. Thank mm-hmm. y'all very much. And uh if you want to support the pod even more, join our Patreon. Patreon.com yeah. slash shooters gotta shoot. Uh lots of juice. You can hear the full space jam breakup and mm-hmm. to get it back together and break up, but just you know, the whole thing going <laughs> on over there. And um as always, whatever the hell's going on with me. <laughs> yeah. It's about to get wild, because you know what? It's going to be like hot, single, vaccinated girl summer. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. You know? I don't blame you. New building, new energy. I'm going to be drinking a lot in five yeah, days. I'm just going to be walking around the building. Yeah. Just like there are people here. <laughs> yeah. And who has nice eyes? I'm going to be fucking hunting in that <laughs> building. <laughs> yeah. You go know? for it. Yeah. That's my game plan. I, I am all for that. <laughs> Full support. We got what? Two articles here or something? Yeah, a couple articles. Um, b- since we were at basically the year anniversary of COVID, what's changed? Okay, off In the dating. top, what do you what do you feel like off the top before reading any of this? Like from you personally, what do you feel like truly has changed in COVID dating or not changed? I guess. Well, I mean, I got a boyfriend, which was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's my biggest thing, but didn't stick around. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, okay, I didn't hate. Like, I I liked having a relationship while I was in it. You know, I think I am kind of in this, you know, new single mode. Mm Because we were talking about this the other day of, like, I really like being single. And so I think it's it made me appreciate having a good relationship. Because it was really my first not toxic one. And be like, 
okay, I can do this. But now in other ways, it's also making me really appreciate my independence and yeah. now like get back out there with all of this knowledge of like, okay, I don't totally suck at relationships. Right. Yeah. Or it's also like, I think even more so when you have breakups, you're like, oh, thank God I kept my own things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like I, I mean, this is probably going to just speak to his point of that I didn't really like let him in that much, but like in a lot of ways like I didn't let him into everything that I was doing because it was still so early so it's like there's not those things that I loved that I feel like will always remind him remind me of him you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so and the other thing for me on it is now I had something that was really good that came off of app dating whereas before I was very turned off from the apps Mm -hmm. and so that was something that after the breakup, I was like immediately back on them, mm-hmm. which before I wouldn't have done. Um, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I am a lot more open to that. I feel like I'm getting better at it. Um, it's a muscle. It, it's those conversations are a muscle, definitely a muscle. Because when, like when you keep being like, oh, I just keep having these boring same conversations. It's like that's partly on you. A hundred. Anyone listening, that's partly on you. Because yeah. I've been there too, where it's like, well, I'm not asking anything super interesting, right? Or it's also just made me like, it's not like it's a red flag, but like. Dudes that don't have anything that you can talk to them about listed somewhere or in a photo, mm-hmm. it's just like, uh, yeah, that's partly not on me. But it's also like, yeah. now I'm less likely to even just swipe right on those dudes or like, like those dudes. Because I'm like, oh, you're not really trying to talk to anybody right. or share anything. Like, those are the guys that are like still there to just bang. And like, well, that's not a yeah. good idea right now. One word answer guy? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> But I will say being back on them has made me upset about the, like, recommendations. You know, Hinge is like, you and -and so-and-so are the most compatible. Oh, God. I had one of this guy with, like, a crazy beard, and he's holding a deer by the antlers, like, like, decked out in camo, just, like, in the middle of the woods. I'm like, I live in New York. Like, I'm (laughs) swiping in Fideye right now. Where did you find this man? Hinge (laughs) listens to the podcast. (laughs) And just like, hey, we know you're actually white trash. Yeah. This is what you belong with. We heard, we've heard, we heard you talk about how you were attracted to a man because he was dipping. <laughs> we've heard that. We hear everything. We're connected to your phone. <laughs> you can't hide. That's so true. It's very much you. Um, so for you, what's what do you think's changed for you personally? Okay. It's funny that you brought up the, like, I love being single conversation. Yeah. We're having a friend of the pod, Carrie. Of she was being like, do you like being single? Mm-hmm. And she said, I hate being single. Right. She said, I love being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I truly did not know where I lean. And I don't know if that's because of this year. Interesting. I feel like this year, there were many times, more so than before, and I think a lot of people felt this way, that you felt that like, why am I not with someone? Mm-hmm. Especially of like, we went through the first super, super lockdown. And I, I think I even said this out loud of like, when those things happen, a lot of times I feel like, man, how many of these things am I going to go through in life that I'm just going through by myself? Mm. And I was very jealous of anyone that was with someone because it just was like, oh, you actually kind of are having this like fun, super bonding, staying in, watching movies, cooking, like all these things that are very like, I don't know. It kind of mm. like for a lot of people, it was almost like, oh, like a mini vacation yeah. with someone. Right. Yeah. Especially in the very beginning when we were like, 
oh, there's not that much going on. It's going to be two weeks. And it yeah. kind of felt like everyone was just going to be with their partner for two weeks, basically. Right. Like, it was nice to slow down. Yeah. Right. But it's just like, I just was looking at that, like, I thought of the people that are always in relationships. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, those motherfuckers never have to go through something hard by themselves. That's so funny because I looked at it and I had heard that China had, uh, when they started to open up, they had like insane divorce rates and i was like jokes on you guys (laughs) like it's about to get real shitty yeah it's gonna happen but like the first whatever two months that's not initially how i was feeling and then it's like it was warm we could sit outside people were more comfortable we knew more about the virus it was like oh okay and then and then i had my life back yeah and then in the summer i didn't i didn't feel that at all because it felt like i'm working during the week and then the weekend comes i can meet some friends for some drinks here mm-hmm. like it was just very like oh my life's back and my schedule was full again and it was like i had my social time so yeah. i didn't feel that like mm, why am i not with someone well there was also like a little bit of dating going on then too because like True. that's when you're hanging out with basketball man like we were going out like that night in brooklyn and all that stuff mm-hmm. so it it did feel more like regular life that's what i'm saying yeah like that version i remember being like man if this like is how it is for a while i was like this is fine yeah i'm not like crazy bummed other stuff isn't happening right other than just like stand-up comedy but it was was happening outside and it was like quickly we got used to it like oh this is fine right um but yeah so it just i really don't know the answer to that question and i also don't like the i i essentially don't like the phrasing of it because i'm like well why can't i like both Mm, I feel like realistically you should like both. I think it's a very bad sign if relationships totally freak you out and you hate being in them. But also if you're like, I hate being single and I'm miserable being single. I'm like, I don't think you should hate either one. I think that's a fair answer. Yeah. So that's how I felt when I felt like Carrie was poking at me for an answer. I kind of was like, I don't dislike relationships and I don't dislike being single. When I'm single, there are times I wish I was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Not a crazy amount. And then when I'm in a relationship, there's times you're just like, God, I wish I didn't have to deal with this shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're <laughs> oh, just like, yeah. oh, this is work. I got to like schedule around somebody. Like, right. you know what I mean? Because I hate, I also just don't like that mindset of like, I think she said something along the lines of like, well, you you can choose to be in a relationship. Because to me, I'm like, well, that's settling. Yeah. Like where she's like, you're choosing your path. And I was like, you are, but you aren't. I was like, I'm always trying. I'm always putting myself out there. Right. I'm on the apps. I'm talking to people. I'm doing phone dates, FaceTime dates, whatever the fuck. Like, it's like, I hate when people say that because it's like, well, now you're treating it like I'm not trying at all. Right. You know, and I'm not saying this is what she was saying, but it just like, I don't know. That question to me, I just, I think a lot of people might feel that way. Of Some people do have a hard answer of like, no, I really like being in relationships. Well, I think you approach it as more practical than her I approached the spectrums that we landed on like she was saying she feels better and more secure when she's in a relationship right and I tend to feel very anxious when I'm in a relationship like Mm, even at the start with Space Jam I was like oh this wasn't the plan I had for myself like I convinced Mm, myself to get there and it never felt entirely natural it didn't mean I was unhappy but there was was a piece of me like I was even texting my cousin today uh, just to give her like the update you know that it's totally done and I was like something I something in my gut was just never totally right like Mm. I felt like I was losing a a huge part of the things that I want to accomplish and that was always in the back of my head really interesting. yeah so uh, that's where I was coming from of like I love being single because I feel like that's when I'm my best and strongest self Mm. and so I like when I'm with somebody I do feel like I'm sacrificing my own growth 
which is terrible, mm-hmm. you know, but I think you're a very secure person that like when you're with someone, you're still going to go after what you want and get what you need to do done and not let it hold you back. And I think you do the same thing when you're single. See, yes and no. It's funny you bring up this point. Interesting. Um, One of the things I remember when I had my breakup last year that I said to Chris James and he kept reminding me was I said I was a lot less productive while I was with that person. And it's not because of that person and it's not because mm-hmm. I didn't go after what I want. It was partly for a good reason of I would want to spend time with them over doing other things. But I mean, when you look in the future, like when I was with someone, oh, like okay. I would still get everything I needed to do on my to-do list done. And I felt like I just never slept because I was trying to like work around this person. Yep. But I was like, when I look five years ahead, I don't think I'm going to do all the things that I want to do for myself. That's interesting. Okay. I, yeah, I haven't felt that. Yeah. I just, yeah, I felt like there were times that I was like, you have stuff to do, but it's always the stuff that's like, it's not a deadline, but it's just like looming in your brain. Right. Of like, this needs to get done sometime. This is like next on the list. Yeah. And there would be times that it was like, oh, you know, instead of doing that today, I would rather go and like have dinner with this person mm. and be with that person. But then I partly was like, for me though, I'm like, I think that's good because it will make me take breaks. And yeah. chill out and slow down. Whereas, like the last couple, like what month and a half since I picked up a full time job, I like I don't stop working. Right. And I'm just like, oh, this is this is bad. Yeah. Like, this is really bad. Yeah. It's not healthy. No, it's not. Yeah. I don't. It's yeah. That's two very interesting ways to go about it. Because well, part of me is like, is that ever going to go away? That fear. And if it doesn't, that's really unhealthy. You know, because I think that's where resentment comes from. When you look long term. Yeah, I think you need someone that you feel like is going to back you. Yeah, exactly. But let's be real. Most heterosexual straight relationships, who's the one typically caving to the other person's work and goals? The woman. Women. Well, yeah. I mean, and also when you think about our work and goals with this show, I mean, that's what we both want to explode with, right? So it's like, it's not conventional, you know, until... Yeah, it's not. So that's also the harder thing to talk about. Like... Mm -hmm yeah, I want to be able to talk about like sex and dating and have people know who I am for it. And yeah, you can tell someone's mom that until you're, exactly. you know, until you're Joe Rogan. Exactly. Everyone is like, I don't, I don't think this is good. Right. Or this isn't healthy or this isn't this. So it's hard blah, to blah, be blah, blah. proud of what you're doing to the one person who you want to be super proud for you. So that's why I was like, I feel like I might hold myself back because I don't have that confidence. I don't even think it's a confidence thing. I think it's just like, Men don't submit to women in that way. Yeah. Because every or, other person, I'm like, yay, this is exactly what I want to do. This is how I'm going to get it done. But when it comes to the relationship, it just, it's tough. Mm. But it's funny because when you first started going out with Space Jam, one of the key things you said was uh, I, he's very attracted to me being driven and ambitious and he's not intimidated by it. Yeah. But and then, I was like, that's a good sign. But what I noticed, we never talked about the content of the show true you know okay. so and i was like i don't think he even knows what i actually say and talk about because the one time that we did he said oh what do you like call her daddy and i was like absolutely uh, not yeah but there was no further conversation like it was just okay like yeah no more- okay yeah, yeah then that makes you feel like you're, you're not taking it seriously exactly mm, exactly okay. yeah. yeah i was like i read a lot of fucking books dude yeah <laughs> I wish I was caller daddy. <laughs> Are we caller daddy? 
no we're reading (laughs) we're reading and researching oh my god that's hilarious yeah that's hilarious i'm not gonna lie patreon vibe a little more collar daddy a little more because it's just personal and we talk about whatever yeah. So it's like, yeah, sometimes it's very sexual in there and sometimes we're crying. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they cry on Call Her Daddy, but you know. <laughs> I don't know. I've never actually listened to it. It's Brene Brown meets Call Her Daddy in there. Somewhere <laughs> in the middle. It's vulnerability <laughs> yeah, it's meets sexuality. You want to join the Patreon. Uh, basically, here's, here's something. I, God, I know we got to get to this article, but I, God, I love what we're talking about. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm having a blast. I know. So this is something that was very interesting. A comedian, Yamanika Saunders, so funny, okay? I saw her post something on her Instagram, and she just made a brief video, and she was just like, listen, she goes, a lot of women get shit on by, like, quote, feminists of women that basically, like, are submissive to their man. Okay. And they support their man, and their man is, like, the primary breadwinner, whatever, like, making money, going after what he wants. And it's, like, she's submitting to him in whatever way. Mm -hmm. And she goes, there is absolutely nothing wrong with being submissive to a man. She said, but are you a man worth submitting to? Right. And I was, like, that's what it is. Yeah, and I think there are women in their own right who they'll, like, submit to a man, but they're a lot more like cunning than you would think. Like I think about my grandma when I think mm-hmm. about that of like especially in her time. You know, that's yeah, she was no one was going to like yeah. stand up to the man, but she like she would have her heels and dress that she vacuumed in every day. And it was different than the real heels and dress, but it was like if someone came over, they would need to you would still have to like look beautiful while right, you're cleaning. Okay. Um, there's a story that she really wanted to learn how to drive. And my grand when she was like in her forties and my grandpa would come home from work and you know, all he would want to do is like have dinner. So she was like, Well, I realized that if I made him a drink, he would kind of do whatever because he would just want his drink first. So every night she would have a Manhattan ready to go. And this was like when you could have open containers and cars oh my so god so she would have a manhattan for him he would sit in the back seat and she would just get her hours in driving because like, she was like i need to be able to drive and get my shit done but he thinks i'm making him a cocktail and taking him for a drive but she was like no That's i need so to get funny. my shit done Ooh, cocktail ride <laughs> yeah he's like "Ooh, this is nice <laughs> i got such a fun life <laughs> thanks genie yeah <laughs> and then get a little drunk in yeah, the back she's okay. like, and he would shut up <laughs> yeah okay that's very much like uh from uh, my greek big fat greek wedding the mm-hmm. the man is the head of the house and then the like greek mom's like yeah the man is the head of the house that's always what he says she goes but the woman is the neck yeah and the neck turns the head any way she wants yeah i was like that is kind so of valid true. advice right like so true but you know what i'm saying of like i never shit on women that submit to a man that i'm like that is a man that has something and is yeah. going for something and like call it what it is a lot of times if one partner is running a business it's like they literally need the other partner to help run that business yeah, or whatever it is, you know, or just people that make enough money that it's like, you know what? You could stay home and be with the kids full time. And Mm -hmm. I totally understand that perspective of like, that's a blessed thing to do where I understand people that want to do that. Mm -hmm. But I just loved the point of like, are you someone worth submitting to? But the thing is people don't say that to men. They're not like your wife is a plastic surgeon. Mm -hmm. Like, it's totally fine that you don't work and you take care of the kids and do all these things. It's like, no, it's still kind of frowned upon. It is, which and is And it's like so they wrong. will never fully kind of submit. Right. Which I'm like, I wouldn't be offended if I had a dude that still wanted to keep a job and I was that plastic surgeon. Right. But it's just so funny that it's like, 
I, that point's just not made for women. That no. It just kind of irks me. It's not. And but actually, it's like there are women worth submitting to, too. Absolutely. And they could use a wife. Yeah. So. <laughs> get me a wife. Yeah. <laughs> Submit and get me a wife. <laughs> right. But it's okay. So they're like, I don't want to date some pussy. <laughs> some you know, submissive pussy. But you know what I mean. Well, yeah. If it's someone it's, who's there for you. And I think that changes exactly. when like there's kids around. Because I think about this of... Mm-hmm. Like, my mom was a school teacher when I was growing up. And so she was, like, obviously, like, always there because she was, like, a good mother. But she physically was there because when we were off school, she was off school. Yeah, it's a great job to have. It was great. And so I think about that. of like, oh, my childhood was actually so much different than my friends because... I didn't have to go to like a daycare or something like Mm -hmm. that or like all these like bullshit camps over the summer just to like have someone watch me like we it was everybody just came and played at my house right and because she would just watch everybody because she was like I'm around Mm -hmm. but and I think about just how growing up that was such a difference in my life and I'm like okay so like say I'm the breadwinner and my husband doesn't have to work it's like okay then are you gonna are we just gonna like give our kids to a stranger yeah right you know because it's like that's what you're choosing at this mm-hmm. point true and so which that's another I, way to look at balance it. yeah right like i understand why a man or anybody would say well i would rather you take care of them because i trust you and right. i think you would be a great parent more so than yeah this daycare and that's why i married you yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean and let's not be honest the daycare. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the trick. I, I think Find it, a dude who does daycare. Yeah, right. Yeah, his business is in daycare. Yeah. He will watch your kid for free <laughs> and run his own business. That's a dude worth submitting to. Um, we just figured it out. Yeah. It's just, sorry. It's just, I don't know. That It brought up a lot of feelings, that conversation, because I kind of was like, yeah, I think I like both. I, I like both, okay. and I think I thrive in both. Man. Anyway, we have sidetracked. So, <laughs> COVID dating. Um, what do I think has changed? Uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't think a crazy amount has changed. For that's yeah, my for perspective. You? I, in general. I in general, and it's, and it's just been through my own experience of going okay. on dates, doing apps, blah blah blah. It's like there are still the people on the apps just trying to fuck. Okay, not caring or putting in like weak effort. Um, especially I thought kind of this phone call thing before going on a date, whether it's FaceTime or phone call, I thought it was gonna kind of be this new norm, or at least people. Wouldn't be weirded out by it. Yeah, you were doing it before it was COVID cool. Didn't like, you uh, start the phone call like before COVID though? Or weren't you testing I, it out? I've talked about it because I had friends that were doing that. Right. Okay. And I was like, mm, maybe I should, blah, blah. And I kind of was just like, let me feel it based on the situation. Okay. But then when it got warm out, I wasn't doing the phone call rule. Right. Because I kind of was like, okay, we can meet outside and yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I went on enough bad dates that I just was like, okay, we're reinstalling the phone call rule. Right. So okay that's that's my only kind of big change i would say i have a thought just initially from uh reading a couple of articles okay um do you think it has made kind of the things that always should have been a priority just people look for them more like actually like you've said of like wanting a phone call like that's how you can weed somebody out like okay they actually like want to be here or if someone will wear a mask or like not wear a mask Uh you know it's like okay well that says a lot about your character as a person or if they you know think it's crazy that you know you you pull out hand sanitizer like those kind of yeah where's your what's your covid scale right Mm -hmm. like do you think it's just like bringing out more about people's character Mm, 
in like a, a positive or negative way. I think it's funny because with the COVID thing, you could look at that and say that's character and information. You know what I mean? Like, well, I of like or how informed in someone is. Right. You know, a place like New York. Yeah. But it's kind of like there's also so much like group mentality with those things. So yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily character because I honestly, at the end of the day, I'm like, look, I get it. The people that are just like, I'm tired. I'm over this, especially like young people in college. I'm just like, I get it. Like, I don't see the video of them gathering and not having masks. And I'm not like livid because I'm just like, they're in college. They're like mad that they lost so much of their college experiences that are see, still gone. I get mad now that like so many people are dead. You know, in the very beginning when people were not doing it, I'm like, okay well we didn't really know as Mm -hmm. much and at first we were told like not to do stuff but now i'm like oh you don't care about anybody is the way i take it like i don't care how old you are over two million americans are dead so it's like you're kind of like if i hear someone does does that i'm like oh you're just always gonna be a piece of shit to me and that's my opinion yeah that is true you know you know yeah because you're like it's like are you gonna give everyone the benefit of the doubt of like okay you're gonna be partying and then like making sure you don't see anyone for two weeks or like right, go home to your grandma i mean yeah. to me also just saying like oh well the college experience like okay we got rid of hazing but that was always a part of the college experience was like oh true. they always wanted to have a good time it's like yeah but people were dying yeah yeah, yeah true very true <laughs> it's like same uh-huh. yeah <laughs> i know i just yeah so maybe it is i, I guess it depends how you look at it like, put yeah. it this way, I wouldn't, yeah, I probably, one, I already don't hang out with people that are like that. So, it's like, right. it hasn't really been in my face. There was one date I went on that I was like, oh, it's not this person's a non-COVID believer. They just were very, like, oh, man, everything's, like, sh- like oh, everything's going to probably shut down. It's such crap. Like, what are we going to do? Like, it's stupid. And I just was like, yeah, it's just because it's not safe. Right. Like, and he was very, like, I'm pretty sure I already had it in, like, March. So, oh, like, I'm immune to it. And me. I was like, there's no proof of any of that. But, okay. Like, yeah. Like, I just was like, oh, okay. But it was just, it was, like, more like, oh, I think it's a deal breaker. Right. What's your safety level? Deal breaker. Right. Um, okay. So, on that front, then, I will say this has kind of probably changed. Okay. Some people would say for the better. The, like, at the end of the day, awkwardness of, like, are you kissing goodbye or are you not? Oh, Wearing yeah. the mask is a very easy sign. When mm-hmm. you don't want a kiss, I had that at the end of the date, mm-hmm. uh, Saturday, of I kept my mask on when I was saying goodbye. Like, okay. like, as you walk out, like, from where you're eating, you have to put it on as you leave the table. But, like, yeah. I didn't pull it down to talk as we, like, walked to the train. Yeah. Like, I kept that shit on. Right. And it's, like, that has to be a bold move, like, that happened to you, that it's the pull. Like, they have to ask you, like. Yeah, yeah. Space Jam on our first date was, like, can you take your mask, or, like, can I kiss you or something? Can you take your mask off? I want to kiss you or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's a bold move, but it's cute. It is. Yeah. You know, so like some people might be like, oh, it's actually harder because you will want to kiss the person, but you're playing the, are they comfortable if I took my mask down to talk to them? It makes like someone as, shoot their shot. And yeah, which I like. Someone's got to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of just like that awkward, like hug, like kiss on the cheek thing. And then you're kind of like, Ugh. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I like it because it's more direct. Uh-huh. Yeah. True. So it's like, that, that could be a plus or, or minus. I, I kind of like it as a plus. I Yeah, I say a plus. So, all right. <laughs> so what, what do these articles say? Okay. Um, This one in the Washington Post, it says, in the before times, singles often swooned over good looks and a spontaneous spirit. Dating profiles boasted about being well-traveled and always up for adventure. But the risk of contracting and spreading a deadly disease has overshadowed such desires, and our vulnerability and isolation has forced daters to rethink what really matters. It's become more important to find someone who you can really talk to and count on than someone who knows all of the trendiest bars in town. What do you think? Okay, interesting take. Yeah, I do kind of feel like I look for someone 
who's done cool stuff in their life though on a dating profile right you know like i don't think that part has changed you always do or especially like i can still very much tell like this person's super outdoorsy this person likes to travel or there's still travel questions you can answer that are reasonable or i found a lot of people put as a prompt of like where's your next place you want to go once like doors are open to travel yeah yeah which i I like that conversation but um i do agree of like yeah it is kind of almost forcing people to talk more about their stuff or i've had way more people ask me like what are your hobbies? What are you into? Or right. someone was like, what have you been getting into since COVID? Oh, that's a good so question. So it's also this thing of like, are you, was there anything you tried to improve on and blah, blah, blah. Right. And like, and a couple guys I talked to, I was like, I mean, just kind of more like cooking a little bit. And some of them have gotten so into that stuff, <laughs> but it's like cute. And it's like, oh, well, it's like when you really are into something, you're like going to learn about it. You're really going to improve. Yeah. And I'm like, that's an attractive quality to me. Yeah. Instead of just sitting there and like binging Netflix, it's like your brain is like a fucking mushroom right now yeah trying to do something yeah okay so then it goes on to say that for now like caution is more uh more attractive to daters right now so it says ask a dater about their pandemic turns turn ons and you'll hear things like when someone has hand sanitizer in their pocket when someone offers you a an extra fresh mask they brought even if you already have one when someone gets tested or agrees to stay home for days before a date when someone seems like they could hold their own if they were dropped in the woods and needed food and shelter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know the like, last one's really extreme. Yeah, that's very specific and kind of weird. Um, but I mean, for sure, like if someone's agreeing to get tested before a date or... I think that's nice. Being super like, yeah, I'm only seeing my roommate, blah, 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 like, and I'll get tested and not go anywhere after. Hmm. It's, I mean, it's definitely flattering... I know women would feel this way. I don't know how men feel, but I feel like most women would definitely be like, oh, it's flattering. Like, this is like another way of putting effort into the date. Yeah. And it's actually very similar to what Space Jam did, I think, our second date when he was just like, I'm not seeing anyone else. He's like, you're a grown woman. You yeah. can do what you do, you want to do, but it's a pandemic. And I think after that date is when I said to you, oh, if I want a relationship with this person, I can have one. Yeah. So it was, it very quickly let me know of like, okay, this is what your intentions are. And I felt like it kind of made me have to make a decision about how I wanted to move forward. Um, Cause mm. I was like, okay, like he's, he's not going to, you know, pursue anyone else. True. Yeah. I mean, I would just more read it as like, oh, you're dating one person at a time. Yeah. Like, I don't have to worry about you going on dates with other people and playing that game in my head as we all do when you first start dating someone. It's like, right. oh, until we say, Hey, I'm only seeing you, whether we're sleeping together or not. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, you're not going to know. Right. But in, well, I guess that's a really interesting point of... Like, it's an easy way to bring up the that exclusive conversation, I think. Right. But I guess my thought when I first thought about it was like, if I do see other people and I don't take it as seriously, am I kind of holding him back? Or do you think that was too much pressure to put on myself? Um, I think it's an extra thing with COVID, but I think at any time if someone says, I'm only seeing you, it indirectly is putting guilt on you. Right. If you are seeing other people right like that's the way to approach those conversations is just be like hey like you're the only person i'm seeing right now like i like you and i'm into this yeah it's kind of the same thing of basically like if they're not being like so you can't right it's basically being like well you can't play the card i didn't know you weren't seeing other people because i told you right so but yeah i think actually covid's kind of an extra guilt thing if you're a good person right (laughs) it's just like wow this person's really not taking risks and if i'm going on other dates i'm essentially gonna put them at risk right yeah but not even that of just like oh well if he is being this serious about seeing me 
and I'm not giving it that much seriousness? Am I holding him back from meeting someone better because he's not going to try? You know, that's oh, okay. the way I looked at it. I, don't know. I can like, see how you could look at that. Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. It, so it made me really have to like think of like, okay, am I interested in pursuing a relationship right now? Because originally I went on that date to hook up. Yeah. You know, so it was like, then I, I really had to put a lot of thought into it and I obviously like decided to move forward, but I don't know. I think it, it can make things move faster. Huh, okay. I mean, I'm like, just in general, I have my one friend who's like polyamorous um, and then my other friend who very much is like girlfriend kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're both just good dudes that they're they're just openly communicating about how they go about it. I mean, that's interesting because maybe I just haven't been with kind people. Until, yeah, you like know? truly like, they're, they're two nicest dudes. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, even the one that does see multiple people, he's just like, yeah, like I do go on dates with other people and I get tested between each date. Okay. And then the other guy just was like, hey, with COVID and everything, like, yeah, I just want you to know, like, I'm not seeing other dates. Okay. Um, You know, because I'm going on dates with you. So I think that's why I would hear that from a guy and just kind of be like, oh, okay. Okay. That's interesting. Hmm. I'm not saying you're wrong to feel the way you did, but yeah. I just was like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just that good dude thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it It probably was just like my first like good dude. Like he was just concerned like, man, she might be worried if I'm going on other dates with people about COVID risk. I think that's just what it comes from. Right. Because he's like, I'm about to make out with you again. Yeah. And you're probably thinking like, <laughs> did you make out with anyone in between our makeouts? That's probably true. That's definitely true. Okay. Uh, the pandemic turnoffs. Partying, unnecessary travel, complaining about wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, wearing a dirty mask. Interesting on that one. And, oh, and one woman said she was appalled that someone she'd been out with a few times said he had eaten inside an Olive Garden. <laughs> that might just be because it's Olive Garden. Yeah, that could be it. <laughs> yeah, it says risking your life for in at Little Washington. She might understand, but not an Olive Garden. I think in at Little Washington is a, like a local place. Yeah, right. So like, a, like, like, oh, yeah. you drove to the lake and had a lake weekend. Yeah. They're like, okay, that's safer. But you went to Olive Garden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Olive Garden. Why didn't you just go through a drive through Yeah. <laughs> you know? you should have went to Il Molino. Yeah. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> have you seen, have you ever gone out with someone who was wearing a dirty mask? Or like even seen someone? No, I've yet to see that. Yeah. But like, yeah, that would be. It feels it like It would just be like, for the shirt. date, you didn't put the better mask on. Yeah. Or a disposable one. Right. Yeah, that is very true. I didn't think about that. Because I just haven't seen it. Same. I would say it's probably more of men seeing on women of makeup. Yeah. Because I'm like, I clean mine, but they have like the lipstick stains on them. So yeah. I'm like, they're clean. Or I'm conscious of like, if I take it off, I fold it so you don't yeah. see the inside. Because it's like, this might look like a mess. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's like, it's just makeup, man. It's just a crime scene. It's a makeup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, is that blood? <laughs> Be wild. No, I shouldn't have worn um, the red lip. <laughs> listen, I, the point you said earlier, indoor dining is a big, big thing for people. It is. Of yeah. just like comfortability level. Obviously, like we have a friend that's, not comfortable with like if we indoor dined and then like went out with her yeah the next day and she's i don't think she's judgy of it if we did but it's mm-hmm. also just like because we're good friends we'll say hey like i you know did this thing like four days ago so if yeah. you want to wait till next week and she's just like yeah i'd rather wait we're like cool yeah well because it's also like like you said like we're good people we're gonna let her know because we don't want it to sit there and like then all of a sudden have her be like what you know like yeah. you know because you just shouldn't put someone in that spot but i'm like I don't think I would be comfortable yet going on an indoor date. Yeah. And an indoor dining. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, that's something, especially as things are opening. I don't know. Has this ever happened to you that you go somewhere and you don't know until you get in there of like, oh, we're actually going to be eating inside. 
or is it always talked about? I've yet to happen, but it's it's mentioned. Okay, so it's always mentioned. Yeah, before. I was gonna say I feel like this is a little similar to the like, hey, I'm not seeing other people. It's it's like a courtesy thing. Yeah. Of like a lot of people will just say if you're like planning the date, they'll kind of be like, oh, are you comfortable eating inside? Mm-hmm. Would you prefer we eat outside? Because you know, especially like if you're picking the place. You need to be considerate of the other person. Right. So it's like with our friend, Sarah, it's like, oh, I know Sarah is outdoor only. Right. I know for sure she's outdoor only till it's like everybody's vaccinated. Right. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I'm not going to just have Sarah pull up to a spot and be like, get in here. And yeah. like peer pressure her yeah. of like, it's fine. Yeah. You know, <laughs> suck it up one time. You know, like, because I've, uh, yeah, I had dates ask of like, do you care indoor, outdoor? Like, and it's very just like when they throw the question to you, a lot of times they go, I don't care either way. Or they might go, I prefer this. Okay. Type of thing. So. Yeah, because I think that's a tricky one, especially in New York with it being springtime because it's like it's still cold to sit outside for yeah. too long mm-hmm. or like a nighttime date when it's like, oh, wow, the temperature like really drops. Uh-huh. You know, the sun's fine. So I did a day date. Yeah. I was yeah, like, let's yeah. go when it's sunny out. <laughs> it It is such it a, a difference. big difference. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm like, that is definitely something to talk a lot about and make sure it's clear of comfort levels yeah and also most places like are making you get food if you have drinks yeah so i feel like the date in general a lot of them have had like a little bit of a different vibe kind of depends where you go but that also is very telling and i think also kind of like a not a deterrent in people but it's a little bit of a sign in people Mm -hmm. i think when a guy's kind of like oh well you know we have to get food anyway so like let's go get a little food yeah i'm just like oh okay this guy's not like kind of like all right let's have a drink because like if i don't like them in 15 minutes i can just bounce like you know what i mean like you're just like oh it's like oh you're fully committed to like let's talk for an hour yeah do you think that is making the dates better or do you think because remember before our rule was no food on the first date yeah the ideal drink or easy is is a drink i mean is a drink right but i think it's just for both parties like even for me when i'm looking at dates now i'm just like yeah if i'm agreeing to go on a date it's gonna be an hour okay and it's kind of there's a bright side of like some places have table limits and i'm like that's good so it's like there's a cap so if it is going badly it's only an hour yeah you Um, gotta count down right or even with like if you are doing outside and it's a little cold you're kind of like yeah i'm not i'm not gonna sit there for two hours so uh, it's like a it's a little bit of a blessing and a curse maybe okay that's why the key is if you're gonna get food go asian food that shit comes out quick it does (laughs) it it really does yeah Yeah. can't go wrong well i was gonna say this might just be my anxiety speaking do you get so specific of like let's get a drink and a nap are you just like drinking food because i'm like then you could just get some like chips and guac marg get the fuck out yeah that's something of um whoever plans a date and picks like the place i feel like that's the vibes up to them oh and it's kind of sad especially with dudes because okay. I went to one that he was like, oh, this place, they have really good food, blah, blah, blah. So going there, I was like, I'm assuming we're eating. Okay. But you never know. And then when we got there, he was like, I'm not super hungry, like, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, he's like, so, and I was, and he's been there. So I was like, oh, well, what do you like to get here? Like, oh, if you just want to do an appetizer and we get a drink. I'm like, that's cool. Okay. And then he was like, yeah. And he ordered two appetizers. And then as he ordered the two appetizers, he was like, okay, actually, I had an order of the shrimp tacos. And like, he threw oh. it in because he knew that they were good. And then mm-hmm. when the guy left, he was like, 
I just, I got nervous that you are hungry and you're just not eating because I'm not eating. Oh, that's sweet, And I was sweet, like, that's though. actually very nice. And yeah. also, I was fucking hungry, yeah. so thank you. <laughs> Give me the fucking tacos. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's already a day that I'm not trying to show up, like, full. And we're talking but about I was food. like, homeboy, you told me the tacos were good here. I want the tacos. Yeah. But you're, like, just trying to be polite because if the man's paying, I was like, all right, you know. Yeah, and just, like, you follow suit with the person. Yeah. How are the tacos? Oh, they're great. That's yeah. the place I took you to at. <laughs> The El Vez place by the water. Oh, that were they yeah. were so They're good. They were so good, right? We gotta go back. I know. Yeah. We live near there. I know. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh We're gonna see him there. But see, even then it's like you gotta feel the vibe. So date Saturday, he was very like, Oh, let's go we did like a walk around uh the park and then he was like, Let's like go for a walk in the park and then like go somewhere and get some food. That's cute. So it was very like, Oh, okay, we're going and ordering food. Yeah. But I still do that thing on dates I think a lot of women do. That I often will kind of be like, oh, what are you looking at of getting? Mm-hmm. Because also that kind of gives me a price point to work with. Yes. You know? Yeah, I love that trick because usually a waiter asks the woman first, which is super annoying because mm-hmm. we know how this is usually going to go. Like, we're probably going to follow their lead. So they really put you on the spot. Yeah. That's why I like to ask, like, oh, what are you looking at? And it's mm-hmm. like, he's had two things that were around like 20 bucks. So I was like, oh, okay. So if I get something that's 17, I'm not like some monster. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. So. Or I'm like, oh, I could just get the same. Right. Fair game. Yeah. Okay. So there was also another article in Fortune about uh, COVID dating. And it said, last March, so basically as everything was just starting, Tinder had the highest number of swipes ever in one day, which was $3 billion. So I think that was like, damn, it, we were all Three just like, fuck, and like everyone was just swiping. Wow, yeah. Okay. And that's not like positive matches, total number of swipes. I mean, so, okay, all right, you know, so, so it's like divide by people. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. good, bad, all that. Um, And then from March to May of 2020, so two months, OkCupid saw a 700% increase. And Whoa. to me, that's like everybody was like, we're just going to try them all, yeah. you know, because no one had OkCupid. Right. Yeah, or it depends you know. where you live, probably. I just okay. I know it's not too popular here. Okay. I do know some people that have used it, but Really? Yeah. Okay. Or it's just like they're one of the only ones giving their public stats. So it's like, yo, if okay, Cupid went up seven hundred percent. Yeah, that's true. What is there any data about other ones? Or are um, they not public? So they don't do the growth stats, but I would imagine because in most pl- like if you had okay Cupid, you probably had Tinder. And right, probably yeah. bumble, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like that that growth stat makes sense to me. Um, but then bumble they released that the video calls went up by 70 percent which like to me they added that feature all the apps did exactly so i'm like well that's like a product pr move which well done bumble you did good there (laughs) (laughs) like i would have sent that stat too (laughs) yeah or just think about this like there's plenty of people that weren't doing the phone call video call specifically yeah so it's like yeah, but there's plenty of other people that I'm sure, yeah, did the number exchange. Or those stats also are gotten by, like, I've gotten on Hinge that I'll just, like, I open the app and it's like, hey, did you have a phone date with this person? Yeah, they take the survey questions. Yeah, like, yeah. they'll ask that, but it's yeah. like, they don't ask a couple. It's like, they just pick one or they'll yeah. randomly be like, hey, did you meet so-and-so yet? And I'm like, oh, okay. But, and I and I answer them honestly, but it's like, yeah, they want the stat. Want to know a sad, I don't want to end on a sad note, but. Oh, no. When I got. I hadn't like fully erased my hinge. Yeah. And so I, after the breakup, it was like, did you and Space Jam get together? Because <gasps> it was my last message. And the last time I opened it and I was like, I just closed it. I was like, 
Fuck. Oh, you didn't answer? Yeah, you didn't I couldn't. Yeah, didn't. You don't get that one from me. Hinge. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely an algorithm to it or something that notices, I think, a phone number being sent. Yeah, Because yeah, that's always what yeah. they ask. They're like, did you meet so-and-so? Yeah. And then they're like, let us know how it goes. And I'm like, I think I'm going to come back to this app and be like, I dated them, didn't I? Guess what? Yeah. Like, success story. <laughs> it's like, well, you know how it goes? If I do, the answer is I'm back <laughs> on Hinge. <laughs> it didn't go <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> There, yeah, there's your answer. Hinge. There's your answer. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, the, that's what yeah. your message should have been. Welcome back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you want to let us know, we missed you. We should have been like, welcome back. Let us tell you about our hide feature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where you don't have to see your ex. Yeah. Ugh. But, you know, back out there. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? It's hot girl summer. Yeah, hot yeah. girl summer. Yep. It's coming. New building, new dick. That's coming. I'm tracking yeah. macros. It's coming. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Uh. <laughs> this year is going to be better. Yeah. No, on our next March update, things are going to be great. Next March 2022. Yeah. We're going to be looking back. We're gonna I be, know. You know what? We're going to be a lot better off. Yeah. This has almost been kind of like a fun anniversary episode, I feel like. Yeah. It's like, well, what has happened? <laughs> so much. <laughs> Anyway, and uh, keep your Venmos private. Okay, everybody. <laughs> That's it for us this week. Shooter's got to shoot pot on Instagram. I'm at Sparico with two A's. And I'm at the Guaca underscore Molly. And we'll see y'all next Bye. week. Bye.